0: Pod Only Knows is a Cage Club Podcast. For other smart podcasts on culture, pop, and otherwise, go to cageclub.me.
1: You can contact us via email at P-O-K at cageclub.me.
0: You can find me on Twitter at probably Real J-B.
1: And you can find me at Kelly underscore J underscore Baker. And you can find the show on Twitter at Pod Only Knows Pod.
0: The show is written and produced by us. Welcome to pod only knows I'm John Brooks
1: and I am Kelly Baker
0: We are in a state right now in a state um, and not just Massachusetts and Florida <laughs> I can't get through introducing myself without without sort of laughing it's uh oh man it's a rough time of year but
1: it is it's that it's the gap between Thanksgiving and the end of the year that just yeah. it's just I yeah. Yeah, Yeah.
0: and Um, the beginning of Christmas activities and uh, et cetera. So uh, my daughter had her first uh, choral concert. She joined a choir locally in September and they had their Christmas concert yesterday. So that was nice. But it's like, you know, the first of a long list of just chaotic
1: people
0: filled places that you have to be. Uh, this time of year, and we're both very exhausted, but um, anyway, <laughs> aside from that, <laughs> Kelly, do you have any good news?
1: Share? Oh, you know, I was trying to come up with something, right? Yeah, was, me too. Just, you know. <laughs> <laughs> like is that a bad sign that i was like come on kelly you can find some good news um yeah i was trying to come up with something and then i decided i would go with something pretty mundane which is um my um one of my kids had a surgery it was minor right um a couple weeks ago and we discovered that we love bad makeup shows on netflix Right. Okay. So interesting. Um, yeah. one is called Face Off and it's a special effects. It's from 2013. So it's like a 10 year old show. I know that one. Right. Yeah. 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 Where they're doing yeah. like prosthetics and they're doing all the like Hollywood special effects makeup. And I mean, it's a silly reality TV show, but it brought yeah. us so much joy to like watch them do this. Um, and like the fashion from 10 years ago is also kind of hysterical to watch, especially like the hair. Um, portion of that uh, is kind of fun. but So we we sped through this show and now we're watching another show called Glow Up, which is more traditional kind of makeup where they're doing um, more to be trained as makeup artists. So mm-hmm. there's a different kind of artistry to that. So we have been watching that together, my teen and I. This is our bonding experience lately. Nice. is what we're doing. Mm-hmm. So it's yep. bringing us joy in the chaos of the time between Thanksgiving and the end of the year <laughs> where we also are starting all the activities in the world where it's yeah. going to start being like holiday concert, play, yep. right? Parade, <laughs> uh-huh. all the different things that I was just looking at our calendar today and I was like, oh, the joy, the joy of the season. <laughs> it yeah. is upon us. So. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so that's that was my – one and um and also the abject panic that i have um, which is not good news about getting christmas gifts for everyone that won't give me a christmas oh, yeah. list so yeah. you know yeah. anyone who um, is supposed to give me a christmas list who is listening to this better get their act together <laughs>
0: I, I I'm always far more stressed out by like people asking me what I want for Christmas. I don't want anything. I really don't. I just... You
1: know, I and I'm cool with that. It's more like and the people that I really need lists for are not listening to the show because it's like my kids and they don't listen to the show. Right? They're yeah. not going to do that. But you know, it's just the one of those things where I was like, I just need like some guidance in some capacity. <laughs>
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Because
1: we're in December already, you know? Um, So, yeah. No, that's fine.
0: If people want gifts, and I'm going to give them, like, for sure. Yes. Give me as much guys as possible. But otherwise, um, I, yeah. I don't really care. I like yeah. get me something or don't like. I really don't. Yeah. M- I just like, I want everybody to be happy. For yeah, no, you like...
1: know, I, I think about like the memes where it's like the moms that are like, I just want your happiness, and it's like, yeah. too bad, Karen. Like, I can't give you yeah. that, right? <laughs> you know, the kind of thing. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm like, I don't yeah. want your happiness. Just tell me which Lego set, okay? Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just what I need to know from you, all right? Yeah. Like, just yeah. do this for me, yeah. yeah. So, anyway, um, so that was Anyways. a combo of like good news and my yeah. angst but um so what's your uh, good news for us um today well as much as i will
0: complain about all the christmas things um i do like so when we moved to the town we live in right now when uh, my wife and i were were driving around to various towns that we were sort of interested in buying a house in uh sometime i guess it must have been like around january um but we drove by the town hall in the house uh, the town that we live in now And, uh, they had a big lit Christmas tree in front of town hall and like town halls all like lit up with wreaths and that sort of thing. And we're like, like a town with a good lit lit Christmas tree in the middle of the town. Um, and it's not like garish. It's like, it's like a tree that's always there. Mm -hmm. They just like wrap it up in these like white lights. Sure. Um, Yeah. and it's very kind of like, it's very kind of inclusive and like not super explicitly Christmassy, but like very wintry and cool. Um and so we were like, I like the the a town that has a good like tree lighting. You know? <laughs> um, and so sure enough, our town does a town tree lighting every year, and it's it's oh it's that's neat. Nice. And like Santa comes at the end of it, and there's like the school like school band plays Christmas carols outside of town hall, and there's like activities that happen all throughout the day in the town, and it's just a very like it's a very like not stressful nice fa- it's over at 5 15 like it's just it's 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 perfect and ideal so um there are some of those things where there's not a great deal of like stress and like getting people in cars and getting them to the right place at the right time and all that right. sort of thing that um and i like the way that my town my town does the does the tree lighting so um yeah that's always a highlight of uh of the season before things start to get real hectic <laughs> Uh, as as December as progresses, as it does, as yeah. it does, yes, yeah. Um. Anyway, so if it sounds like we're being sort of curmudgeonly about about Christmas, that <laughs> that <laughs> that ties into our theme. It does uh,
1: tie into the theme
0: for today. Uh, we're going to talk about the war on Christmas, um, the <laughs> annual tradition that has become so so sacred to. America's worst uncles, where Fox News freaks out about how Christianity via Christmas is under attack each year with new and exciting examples of the ways that the liberals are trying to cancel Christmas. Um, but I do think it's worth both sort of paying attention to some of the ways that that's happening and then also getting into the um, the history, not just of how we came up with this idea or how the far right came up with this idea, but also, the true uh, wars on Christmas that have been fought in the past and sort of the, uh, the real historical context of the war on Christmas. So, so Kelly, what is your, uh, what's, your, what's your current favorite war on Christmas narrative?
1: You know, I want to go backwards. Can I go backwards instead yeah, yeah, of go going ahead. forwards? Yeah. yeah. So I was thinking about the first time I encountered this
0: and okay, I don't remember the first time I did, so I'm glad so, that you. So,
1: so I was, um, or the first time it really like hit home with me is I was a graduate student at Florida State, and I was at a coffee shop, minding my own business as one does,
0: mm-hmm.
1: reading um, one of the books for one of my graduate classes, right? And I was telling John as we were preparing for this episode that like I have not followed the war on christmas like as a thing i've kind of been like a a family
0: tradition every year that you gather around jesse waters and
1: yeah i've occasionally been like sideswiped by this right Mm -hmm. like that i've come into it by you know being a cashier that said happy holidays in one of the many like retail gigs that i had and someone very quickly be like no it's merry christmas right and then you you're like oh no culture wars i've done it right happy that
0: one particular holiday and no others (laughs) i guess
1: that's right exactly how dare you right whatever um
0: Unhappy New Year's then. (laughs)
1: Unhappy. That's exactly right. You get
0: one holiday apparently. You get
1: one, and that's it. Um, but I was sitting at this like table by myself, right, reading um Stephen Prothero's American Jesus, uh huh, as one does, Mm -hmm. and um this guy comes up and sits at my table, right, and I was like, okay, bold move, right, older gentleman sits yep. at my table and asks me what I'm reading and I make the mistake which is <laughs> the mistake that um I often make which yeah. is I said oh it's this book and the truth yeah. it's just the truth right <laughs> yeah. because it's what happens when you're a truthful person who doesn't quite understand the social situation you're getting yourself into <laughs> and um you tell him a little bit about the book. And then he proceeds to tell me about how Christianity in the U.S. is under attack, right? Yeah, and I end yeah. up in this conversation with him where it's basically about, like, the war on Christmas and the war on Christians, right? Like, it very much becomes right. this thing. And and then I'm, like, stuck <laughs> at my table with this random dude um, where I'm, like, I just need to read the book for class and I just need yeah. to, like – Drink my coffee and like just do my thing, but it became this like elaborate plot, right? Like it, the downfall of Christianity and like 37 steps, right? That we mm-hmm. have to pay attention <laughs> to in some kind of way. Um, and miss, 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 you just don't understand, right? Like that this is yeah. really yeah, what's yeah, yeah, happening. Yeah. And and I did yeah. what younger kelly was apt to do which was she was very earnest and very like dedicated to the truth which is i tried to argue with him and be like but really christians aren't persecuted like this and that just meant that we were in a longer conversation and i should have just kind of hightailed it out Mm -hmm. um but yeah so it was just i was trying to think about like these moments I was like, how did this happen? Right. Like what's going on? But it was very much the like Fox News and like flashing Chiron, you know, like this is what's happening. Yeah. And like he had his chance to evangelize to me and let me know. And it's it's
0: a teachable moment, too, because yeah. I think like we should be clear that the war on Christmas is not really about Christmas. It's about it's, the, it's like it's a way of kind of um, siphoning down this more broader, absurd narrative of a cultural war against Christians, yeah. Christians and Christianity yeah. and Christianity in public um, yeah. and that sort of thing. And so saying like using, <laughs> you know, that's like merry christmas not being the the common uh greeting is like a microaggression that is a that is a symptom of the fact that christianity is deeply under attack and and that's the proof of it right there so um i think that's a really interesting sort of like that it sort of starts with that that argument right that like christians are being persecuted is 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 really important sort of piece of context
1: well, it is interesting too, um for me because I live somewhere where Merry Christmas is just so standard, right yeah. like so that to have people in my area be like, you know there's this war on Christmas and people aren't saying Merry Christmas and then the next thing they say to you is Merry Christmas you know yeah yeah yeah, yeah. um right. it is just the kind of piece where I'm like but 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 I just can we? I just want to, but I don't because I don't want to get in an argument with them. But it is yeah. that kind of, it's that really interesting piece here, right? Like the the persecution complex piece is so important here is to say, no, like what you don't understand is that Christians definitely are persecuted and that's what's going on. While the next piece, of course, is like the dominant Christianity of where I live. Mm-hmm. Um, that they're not recognizing or paying attention to or sort of commenting Mm -hmm. on in any way, shape or form. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, where I'm like, everybody is like saying Merry Christmas or, you know, offering their blessings to me as I get my groceries or whatever. Right. Like I was like, there's, this is inescapable in some kind of way. Right. Um, so I was like, I do kind of want to weaponize happy holidays just for my own sanity really. But you know,
0: yeah. Yeah, and it, it's, it, it's also it's also like <laughs> because there's such dicks about it. Now, whenever someone says "Merry Christmas," I am like, "Ugh, you one of them?" Like, it's it, you know yeah, what I mean? Like they, yeah. they politicized the they whole have. sort of they have uh, expression right like you can't think of place about it like 40 right. years ago be like oh that's right. nice yeah you too yeah you the, the
1: merry christmas very much has this kind of political statement behind it whereas yeah. they want you to feel that that's what happy holidays is and right. but now right. that's what merry christmas feels like that it is an act of aggression instead of just Maybe someone genuinely just wants to wish you a Merry Christmas, right? Like I think there's a really good, yeah.
0: There's a really good, like, um, there's a really good articulation of this point um, from this article from NYU uh, called "Who Waged the First War on Christmas." It's an interview uh, by Jade McLean from last year, December of last year, with the professor Charles Ludington, and he concludes by saying, and I think this is sort of what we're getting at here. Um, He says, if you examine the historical pattern, the war on Christmas emerges every time white Christian nationalists fear that their hold on American society is slipping, whether to Jews, communists, blacks, Hispanics, secular liberals, or any other group that strives for the cultural equality of all Americans, regardless of ethnicity or creed. So the war on Christmas is a meme. It's a political cudgel that is itself real, but there is no evidence that anyone in the United States has actually tried to abolish the celebration of Christmas, except perhaps in their own home. But as we've discussed, there was once a real war on Christmas, and ironically, it was perpetrated by sanctimonious Christians. So we'll come back to that point, um, yeah. a little bit later on. But do you remember like the first, <laughs> the first like um, Fox News-driven story that made you like roll your eyes?
1: Well, I was thinking about like this recent kerfuffle about Target. Poor Target. Oh yeah, 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 like
0: Target is Target is you know Target living up to its name. Is <laughs> living, yes, right, exactly, yeah. right.
1: So yeah. this concern over. The Nutcrackers and (laughs) Santas, right? Yes. So Pride Nutcrackers and then the Black and Disabled Santas that then led to this, like, Fox News outcry, right? (laughs) Um, And, you know, it's just one of these things where it's just like, why, Fox News? Why? Yeah. Do you... I mean, why are you? It's generally my approach to them in general. Um, and I and I know why they are, right? Like this is me being kind of silly and rhetorical about this. Yeah. But yeah. um but them just being like there's a pride nutcracker and this is gonna lead to the downfall of American children, right? Yeah, it's a slap in, in the face way, of the traditional
0: right? Christian princi- practice right? of ducking yeah. nuts and a little and, soldier guy. And yeah. you
1: know, I um and this is from a Metro Weekly article article with the yeah. headline and this headline I think says it all target <laughs> is quote sexualizing Christmas for children in quote screeches Fox news <laughs> right
0: <laughs> screeches uh-huh. <laughs> screeches
1: right um and I think this is what's um interesting about this is that you know there's always got to be something that jumps out or something that has to be the like, Issue to pay attention to for the holiday season, right? And mm. so this year it's the Nutcrackers, and I've seen the Nutcrackers at Target, and they're adorable. Um, sure, you know. And I was telling you before we were on air that like the Baker family almost purchased these for our house. Like it was one yeah. of those where we were like really close to getting them, but we buy the Target birds instead. Um, oh, I love
0: the birds. We have yeah, so birds. Yeah, yeah. We,
1: I mean. We looked for the pride birds this year, but we missed them. <laughs> so clearly Target has like we <laughs> – Fox News would say we were part of the problem. Yeah. But it's interesting about how this plays out again and again and again, right? Like the, mm-hmm. the some issue, pick it up. It's about the children, right? Like, what's going to happen to the children if they see these right. nutcrackers? And I'm like, they look like every other nutcracker. They're just painted differently. But um, but how this, like, becomes kind of a flashpoint, right? In yeah. Yeah. this kind of culture war thing that they continually, like, spin up um and how they handle themselves you know um and that the war on christmas has to have a battle every year i guess yeah,
0: <laughs> you know, yeah. Lincoln well because to. we're we're so we're so adept at changing our strategies that they have yeah. to be able to keep up with all of the that's right ways. we're too wily we are <laughs> yeah it, the the nutcracker one is so it's really interesting too because like it taught like The whole new thing, the new moral panic that Fox has been on for the last year or two of, like, the sexualization of children, the grooming, blah, 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 blah. Right. Anything LGBTQ plus is, like, automatically sexualizing and grooming. And so it's just kind of taking that, but then, like, giving it its war on Christmas spin. Right. You know, the the whole idea of, like, literally any imaginable kind of nutcracker has been, like, a thing for a long time. Right. It's not, like we used to have the pure one and only red soldier nutcracker (laughs) until the gays came along and like had to have their own gay nutcracker. And the nutcracker is like the ballet has a drag performance. Like mother ginger is always in, is always drag. It's like, what the, like,
1: (laughs) what are you doing? Right.
0: Why the fuck do you care about the nutcracker all of a sudden or about nutcrackers? In period. general, right?
1: Like, why does this matter to you? Right? And like, what
0: part of the Bible says that your nutcracker has to be straight? Like, yeah. What the like? What the fuck is that? And it's like to me, it's it's so like it's such a reach, and it's such a like a um a cycling of like all the different panics, like into into it. It's it, it so transparent. Yes, that one, right? That it's like they've been comical before. This is comical to the point of like, this doesn't even make any sense. Like it's it's no. it's it's, it's no. like they're selling fucking nutcrackers. Like what do you want? It's Christmas. Like they're not t- taking them off the shelves entirely. That that would be a war on Christmas. But
1: right. What's well, funny to me because you go to the nutcracker section and it's like there are also reindeer nutcrackers and there are snowman right. nutcrackers. Right. Like yes. I mean, it's like. Really? I have a Boston Red (laughs) Sox
0: nutcracker. Like, we have a Mickey Mouse nutcracker.
1: The purity of the nutcracker is not there. (laughs) Right. No. Like this is not like a thing that matters in any yeah. way. Yeah. Um, so like why is this the hill that you want to die on? You know, like why and, and we know why, right? Yep. Because yep. they have to generate some sort of controversy about something when it comes to this war on Christmas. And mm-hmm. so, um, and like you said, like it just the moral panic just lines up really neatly um with their Christmas panic (laughs) that they just, they collide so nicely together that like, how could they pass it up? Right. Um, In some way you just, you know, these just match really well with the agenda and how they um, like for it to play out. But yeah, I mean, it just, it was one of those where I was like, really, really? (laughs) Okay. Well, it's funny too,
0: because like so many of them, it's like, I don't understand how we get from here to the destruction of Christmas and the end of Christianity. Right. Because, like, one of my favorites from a couple years ago was, like, Tucker Carlson's piece about how the liberals are trying to cancel Rudolph.
1: (gasps) Because they're, like...
0: So I missed that?
1: this I missed this one. I saw yeah. it referenced when I was doing my my homework for this episode, but you have to yep. tell me about this because um I want to know why liberals hate Rudolph.
0: As I remember, and usually what like all these stories usually start from like one weird random teacher somewhere in the middle of the country that like nobody ever thought twice about or like a sort of misconstrued argument that someone made it like a school board meeting or like a TikTok yeah. video or something. It's very like libs of TikTok sort of virally the, the way these things happen. So I guess like someone was making some point about how like maybe Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer might like not be great when it comes to like talking about people with disabilities or like, you know, like that he's the way he's ostracized by his fellow reindeer and like Whatever. I don't think it was really that like, I don't think it was a point of this is bad and we should stop using this story. But like, are we really thinking about the story of someone who is different and the way that story plays out in the song and in the story, like the right way? And I'm not sure. sure this person even, like, had an answer to that, but it went from that to, like, Tucker Carlson being, like, liberals are trying to cancel Rudolph because... <laughs> cancel
1: Rudolph.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and it's, like, even if that were the case, like, how would that work? And, like, how does that impact the future of Christianity in America? Like,
1: Right. How are those related, right? Like, I mean, and that's the kind of, that's the... the, that's the the jump that's so interesting, right? Like yeah. so how is Rudolph a part of American Christianity, right? Mm-hmm. You know? Um I guess one of the other stories I came upon was um someone who had um there was a Christmas tree that had been lit on fire, right? And so there was a commentary about like this was an attack on Christianity.
0: Yeah, it was the and Fox I was News like, Christmas tree. It wasn't yeah. the
1: Fox News Christmas tree. Oh, yeah, man. it was
0: outside. It was outside the Fox News headquarters. And okay, like, was a couple of years ago, uh-huh. <laughs> and and of course, like it, was, like Fox News obviously just like lot like absolutely dro- drooled with glee when this happened because this was like the perfect narrative for them. Yeah, of course, um,
1: naturally, their tree. It was.
0: It was some guy who was just like a pyromaniac. Like I don't think there was yeah. really no a- statement. An agenda behind it. But again, it, right?
1: it's like Christmas tree to this, right? Like, Oh, how they we... went,
0: they made it but... like someone said it was worse than 9 11 like on oh, Fox. No, oh, like the no! worst thing since 9-11. Oh, they had this like God. they had this like celebrity like Christmas concert to like memorialize the tree and like oh. do it like a we shall overcome. It was completely fucking bonkers, but like exactly played into their narrative of like we will not allow this deranged lib and his war on christmas to like make our christmas darkened by you know and 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 we shall we shall rise again and christmas even harder this time and like christmas
1: even harder yeah but it is i mean it is so interesting to me the way that they take these symbols of christmas Mm -hmm. that aren't oh i don't know what I would consider Christian symbols and so clearly want to make them as a part of that tradition. Right. You know, the the kind of, you know, it's like, where are, I mean, this is a really funny thing that you said, right? Like where are the nutcrackers in the Bible that can't be (laughs) (laughs) this way? Where do they talk about the Christmas trees there, right? Or yep. Rudolph, yeah, yeah. like, you know, where where is that in some kind mm-hmm.
0: of way? Mm-hmm. You know,
1: like, how, what are we missing out on here? So, um, <laughs> so it's interesting how those symbols that we understand, you know, culturally as Christmas – um, how they read those as Christian for their purpose there, right? Like yes. that somehow that's a part of this larger attack um on, on Christianity. When, you know, when I think about Rudolph, I think about like the song Santa.
0: Yeah, so, you know the, the, like the sort of yeah. commercialized Christmas that they right. apparently hate, right? That like yeah. that they theoretically hate. They, they want Christmas to be they want the Christ back in Christmas. Right. right? So yeah. This whole like secular, like Rudolph began in 1939 as an advertising campaign for Montgomery Ward. Like Rudolph is the ultimate sort of secularized commercial yeah. embodiment of, uh-huh. of Christmas ness. Like it, it's, it's, yeah, it's, 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 it, it is just grievance. <laughs> like, it yes. Is, right. It's just anything that you can latch on to. That is the symbol of, like, the way things have always been done and, like, what you think of as, like, a boomer when you think about Christmas. Like, that's what it's all about, right? And, of course, it has no actual real connection to any kind of experienced religious practice.
1: But somehow they are able to somehow make it fit, right? In this larger... The larger war
0: yeah yeah well because because also like a lot of again I, we'll, i'm going to talk a little bit more about this in a second but like a lot of the the hist like the the the, the what christmas was like, it's, it's a lot like that sort of make america great again thing it's like it, they never tell you when it was great right like, they never tell you what the again refers to and the insinuation is that some version of the 1950s that didn't do, actually exist but like our sort of cultural mythos has like presented as though it does right? right and it's it's that like christmas is that it's part of that same thing this like idyllic thing of a time when like the rudolph special was on and everybody watched yeah. it and then we went to church and blah, blah blah it's like none of it's real but it's all sort of this kind of pretend version of christmas that exists in boomer imaginations that we're trying to like hold on to and it doesn't really matter if any of it is especially religious or not as long as the word christmas is attached to it then it's coded as christian and that's all that that's all that really no that
1: matters yeah yeah Yeah, the nostalgia piece is really interesting there you know um yeah the faux nostalgia right i mean which is exactly what your point is right like that it's it's yearning for some sort of christmas of your that probably didn't exist exactly but yeah you know uh.
0: well and, and nostalgia is obviously a very sort of toxic um and dangerous uh uh inclination and and like it's something that of course again donald trump uses um to promote fascism nostalgia right like yeah. it's, 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 a, it's a real thing and nothing is more nostalgic than christmas like christmas is is a is a is a holiday and i think in a wonderful way like built around the idea of nostalgia um so of course it makes it a very powerful kind of cudgel right to to use um to kind of fight your your culture war um what did you dig up on on how this war on christmas thing happened
1: Um, so there's a great article in Politico called, um, how the war on Christmas became America's latest forever war. It's from (laughs) 2021.
0: Uh And,
1: um, and part of the argument there is talking about how, um, this started after nine 11, right? So that this war on Christmas stuff started with Bill O'Reilly, started after 9-11 um and that it pretty much is like a bush era complaint about liberal oppressions right is the idea here is that it just very much this origin story is like concerns about like what's going to happen if liberals are in charge right like mm. what are they going to do to us
0: right, if right we're right. stuck
1: with them in some kind of way right um right. and so uh i just want to read this um Quote from this piece that I think is really interesting. So um it says it's a conflict this is a quote, a conflict to chase the endless boundaries of the social media era, subsuming the rest of the political landscape. The era which gave us endless wars in Iraq and Afghanistan also gave us one right here at home. The Forever War on Christmas, a never ending battle of cultural grievance that rages across medium, ideology, and subject matter alike. Unlike the real forever wars, this one doesn't require a regime change in Washington or elsewhere to officially end. Right. Like just goes on and on and on and on. um, And pretty much existed to fill the air in the early two thousands. Right. Like the, mm. um, very much this concern over Merry Christmas. Right. Like, yeah. I mean, this is the yeah. one that I think about most often partially, like I said earlier, as someone who worked retail and could remember people like pushing back at me when I offered like just the happy holidays, right? And being like,
0: no, right? Yeah, that that know, does it seems just, to be like the Lexington and Concord, like Bunker Hill of <laughs> the just, War on Christmas, <laughs> right? So like the, the Merry amazing. Christmas thing. And like the everything just kind of is, yeah. it's just kind of a an outcropping of that, right? It yes. does kind of seem to be this sort of central Grievance,
1: yes. Like how dare you know? Like how dare you offer up something yeah. else instead, right? Yep. Like and and recognize that perhaps that there could be other holidays that happen in December, <laughs> <laughs> <Come on. laughs> and try and tr- and try to be inclusive of those. Yeah. You know, I just I don't know how many times I would say this, and I would either have someone like very grudgingly like shoot a Merry Christmas back at me harshly right Mm -hmm. or um would like want to lecture me about how it would be really okay if i said merry christmas like Mm -hmm. they wanted me to know that like they knew that i really wanted to say merry christmas but some sort of corporate overlord was like (laughs) making me be inclusive you know like
0: Yeah, yeah 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 This like yeah
1: it's kind of like you know i worked for like the man right and the man was somehow liberal and was forcing me to do this and like oh, yeah. they like knew that down deep what i really wanted to say was merry christmas or something yep. right um and you know just like the weirdness that happens when you interact in the public during these moments of culture war <laughs> And these kinds of things happen, but you know, I just remember how visceral like these reactions were, right? That people on the ground just had this kind of stuff, right? Because they heard Bill O'Reilly make a big yeah. deal out of this, right? Yeah, and so
0: annually until he got you fired.
1: know, yeah. so, um, <laughs> so the poor girl that's ringing up your purchases at the Gap or wherever, yeah. you know, um, then gets to deal with you being a cultural warrior and showing that you. Are not going to take it, right? You're going to stand up for it and stand up for your Christian values in the face of encroaching liberalism and secularism. How dare you know?
0: Yeah, wild. I and I do like. I do think. I mean, I I, I think obviously a lot of this like accelerated when Obama was elected in 2008, right? And right, and like so, like obvious things like that. I I didn't know, like, I guess a lot of people trace the origin of, like, the term, the war on Christmas, like, capital T, capital W, capital C, um, to Peter Brimlow, which is, like...
1: Oh, interesting.
0: Noted white supremacist (laughs) Peter Brimlow, um, who I guess... So, in... uh, 1999 wrote, uh, the root cause in all cases is the same an American elite, which is increasingly divergent culturally and even ethnically from the rest of the country. So, you know, the elites are all secular and or non-white. Um, and they are getting rid of Christmas from the top down. I, I so I, I remember like in the late nineties, um, I worked at like borders books in like 1997 and eight and this being, I got a similar, uh, similar encounters, people would be like, it's okay if you say Merry Christmas to me. I'm like, <laughs> I don't fucking care. Like, whatever. Care. Sure. Merry Christmas. Like, do you one. know
1: how much I make an hour? Like, come yeah. on. Like, you know. <laughs>
0: So I kind of feel like I, my my feeling was always, like, I remember the 90s being the time when I started being kind of aware that there were people who were like, I wish it didn't say happy holidays all the time. I wish we went back to saying Merry Christmas. But it was like a few people and they, they weren't really all that bothered by it. Right. 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 I, 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 but I wonder, like, so, like, what then... What about nine eleven? Because after nine eleven, like basically, you know, conservatives had control of the country for several right. years, right? And so, like, what were they exactly? Like, why that moment was there's a doubling down? Like, there's nothing to like backlash against. It just seems very strange that that was <laughs> that, the that was the moment that. Like,
1: that- that it took hold, right? Yeah. Um, Yeah. yeah. I mean, and one of the things that I think is interesting about this piece that I mentioned is that they talk about like how this forever war on Christmas is part of that political like grievance complex. So that even though they're in power, so much of it was like this claim that they weren't in power, right? Like to say like, we're not in power and we're not dominant and like, we're under attack and this sort of like the political rhetoric and like maneuvering. Right. That happened in that way. Right. To say like, there's this yeah. anti-Christian forces at work and we have to always kind of be on guard for it, but yeah, not to, but didn't give a good like reason for how that emerges, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but that it was so much a part of their like toolkit at the moment. Um after 9-11 that it yeah. really took hold. And so that Christmas was one of those rhetorical pieces of that.
0: <laughs> I guess the sort of, sort of hyper, um, like patriotism of post 9-11 America mm-hmm. as well. And just like, I guess there was the kind of the heightened fear of like a backlash from the libs who yeah. were going to be mad about all the wars on terror and that sort of thing. Um See, so, yeah, I kind of see how it sort of caught fire there, but it really seems to me that like it was the late 2000s, like towards the end of the Bush era <clears throat> when Democrats had had control of Congress again and that sort of thing that it it felt like it was all the time and it was just incessant. Yeah. and it was almost at that point like self parody on Fox News like they knew it, <laughs> it, it, it like they knew it like. Pissed the right people off, so they just kept doing it. But like everybody kind of knew it was a joke at that point. Yeah,
1: right. But it's also
0: like, still not a joke it still is very still a thing right it's well still I mean, dangerous
1: and it's almost one of those things too where you know when I was looking at this today you know Trump almost tried to take like a victory lap on this <laughs> right you uh-huh. know where he was like I got elected so now you can say Merry Christmas I think right? he literally like, said no one
0: know? was saying Merry Christmas, Christmas. anymore <laughs> and then I got elected <laughs> and, and I now they do again and, and it's like no
1: no <laughs> like what are you talking about uh, right and so yeah. there could have been a moment like that. this war on Christmas stuff could have been over in 2016, but it's like had a like an even longer afterlife than that, right? Because it's 2023 yeah. and we're still talking about it. Um yep. so that even Trump did not save Christmas.
0: Well because then Anthony Fauci on. came and ruined everything by making a making a, a virus. That, oh no you know, John no. That canceled Christmas and uh just a backdoor way of undoing oh. Christianity. Oh, oh yeah. my god! No, it never ends. It never, it ends. never ends. It never. Ends. I um. I I was not aware. So. I I know about some of the deeper history stuff, and I'll talk a little bit about that in a second. But I was not aware that um, one of the people for whom the modern war on Christmas is sort of um, identified as a starting point um, is a a friend of the show, uh, Henry Ford, who – did you know about this?
1: I did not know about this until I was reading about this today, and then I was shocked by it. Yeah,
0: I, I I, like I expect Henry Ford and the John Birch Society to come up in like basically every moral panic. But like this one, I was like, really this too? Um, because it seems like, it seems almost beneath them, you know. Can um, I also to... pause
1: and say that you're like friend of the show. And for a moment, I'm like, <laughs> is he for real? And then I was like, no. he's not for real. He's not for no. real at all. Or yeah, the pod, Henry
0: Ford. <laughs> um, no, I've talked a lot about Henry Ford on podcasts in the past. Uh uh, so he so in 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 his so Ford owned this newspaper, uh, in Michigan, uh, the Dear, Dearborn.
1: Is it the Dearborn Independent.
0: That's the one. That yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and and they did a, a series called "The International Jew: The World's Foremost Problem." Um, sometime in the 1920s, and that was when the protocols of the Elders' design was first published in the U.S. was was in that series, but apparently it also included a uh a screed um (laughs) about christmas and ford said quote last christmas most people had a hard time finding christmas cards that indicated in any way that christmas commemorated someone's birth Uh, And it says, people sometimes ask why 3 million Jews can control the affairs of 100 million Americans in the same way that 10 Jewish students can abolish the mention of Christmas and Easter out of schools containing 3,000 Christian pupils. So Henry Ford just, like, does the quiet part out loud. He's like, you can't even find Christmas cards in 1920s America. And then he's like, and now... a bunch of Jews are kicking Christmas and Easter out of our schools because of the first amendment. Like this is, <laughs> oh this is a hundred fucking years ago and it's the same shit. It's the same, the same bullshit as today. Like I find Christmas cards routinely that they have little, like the ones, with little crosses on them that say they're religious. Yeah, they're can can not hard those. to find. They're, they're not to hard to find.
1: find. not hard to find at all
0: and in 2023 um they are they are easy to find but then apparently the john birch society um because of course uh the the famously uh quote-unquote anti-communist john birch society uh i'm reading from daily coast here has a rundown of uh of 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 this history and it says in the 1959 pamphlet titled there goes christmas Question mark exclamation point! A writer named Hubert, and I'm not going to pronounce this name right. It's Kregeloh, it's K R E G E L O H. No idea. Wouldn't even know where to start. Warned. One of the techniques now being applied by the Reds to weaken the pillar of religion in our country is to drive, uh, is the drive to take Christ out of Christmas, uh, to denude the events of its orig- of its religious meaning. I think. And I'm not certain about this, but I think the Christ out of Christmas, put Christ back in Christmas thing. I think that's the John Birch Society. I think oh, that's where that whoa. starts.
1: Whoa! You know, I'm gonna have to tell my mother-in-law that because she's got the put the Christ yes back in Christmas yes sticker on her car. Yeah. And now I feel like
0: I have to be like just. Psst, psst. <laughs> So, you know, we should also talk about this uh, briefly. So we, we, we did our, our, our episode the other week about um, Thanksgiving, right? right? And so, you know, one of the things we talked about is like the, the, the myth of the first Thanksgiving and the feast and all that sort of thing. And one of the questions that like nobody ever seems to ask, I think like most Americans probably don't think to ask, ask this is like, well, if it was the end of November... Why don't you just wait a month and then invite all the all the Wampanoag to Christmas dinner? Because surely these God-fearing sure, right. Christians
1: mm-hmm. would be
0: having a Christmas dinner. Uh, but no, 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 no. <laughs> the <laughs> because... answer is nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> because, of course, had the Puritans had their way, we would never have Christmas on nope. these here American shores. It would have been eradicated like all of the other pagan popish nonsense um, that does not appear in the bible um so for 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 quick context the puritans um and that's a term that that doesn't necessarily have real historical meaning but generally speaking uh calvinists who did not like the church of england's compromise position that it landed on which we now call Anglicanism, which is a sort of hybrid of Catholicism and Protestant ideals. Um, they believe the church needed to be pure. It needed to not have anything that wasn't in the Bible celebrated. Right. And uh, among the things definitely not in the Bible are December 25th or Christmas um, or like when Easter is or how you should celebrate. Like yep, anything that is not explicitly laid out in the Bible um, should not be should not be celebrated. And so um, the idea of a, of a feast of Thanksgiving, of, a, of just naming a, a Thanksgiving day to have a sort of festival to, to sort of gather the family around or whatever, like that was done in lieu of non-biblically sanctioned feasts. So, you know, if you want to trace the beginning of America to the pilgrims, and you shouldn't because that's dumb, but if you want to, um, <laughs> then, then you should be opposed to there being Christmas in America ever, um, whatsoever. In the... Late 17th century, um, it was illegal to celebrate Christmas in Massachusetts in public. So, so there's there's famously there's something that was called like a revelry fee or revelry tax, um, where like if you were caught celebrating Christmas, like toasting anybody in public or like singing "Good King Wenceslas" in like Boston Common or something, I don't know, um, you could be charged with a with a legal fee, uh, a, a fine, and there's no evidence that anybody ever actually was, but the law was in place, and the implication was like, if you're going to do Christmas, get out of the get out of the street. Like you have to do this house. in
1: secret, right? In yeah, in secret,
0: right? Like with your own family, the the way that it's you know that that it's meant to be done, and get get your Christmas out of our Puritan faces, uh, because we don't want your popish heathenism here. Um, so yeah, I mean, like there was a war on Christmas. I mean, Christmas prior to the Puritan, prior to the Protestant Reformation, was was largely like a, a rowdy, drunken affair, right? In in most of Europe, it did not have an especially uh, pious reputation. It was a lot more like Santa Con is today, right? It's much more like New Year's Eve. Um, than, than our modern Christmas is. The idea of the family Christmas doesn't emerge until the Victorian period. And, and you know, we have a Charles Dickens to thank for a lot of that yep. Um, yep. as well. But I mean, I think the most important, like <laughs> the thing that I think really emphasizes a lot of these points, both in terms of like what Christmas means to people in a very sort of emotional and nostalgic way, um are the plum pudding riots do you know do you know anything about the plum pudding riots is this i new don't to you? Okay, no this is, this is
1: entirely new to me
0: this, this is a great story so in 1647 um and for context this is in england and oliver cromwell has taken control of the country this is after the deposition of king charles I, um who was deposed and beheaded in the english civil war Um, Cromwell takes control of England. Cromwell's an ultra Puritan. He runs England, uh, as a, as a puritanical, uh, Christian government. Um, and so over time, uh, festivals are outlawed, um, celebrations are outlawed, uh, you know, things like things that are going to get you in trouble, like theater, right? Uh, is, is outlawed, (laughs) um, in the city of Canterbury, uh, in, in 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 Kent, in 1647, uh, at at this point, the there was a new decree that you had to keep your business open on Christmas. You could not close your business on Christmas um, because Christmas was not a public holiday, and 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 churches were closed. You weren't allowed to have church services on Christmas either, um, so you couldn't go to church, and you had to keep your business open. And the people of Canterbury were like, "Nah, fuck this," and Literally, so what began as like a, a town-wide game of football, that is to say soccer, uh, eventually emerged into like a all-out riot where the people basically like citizens arrested the mayor who tried to like have them keep their businesses open and were so tired of the Puritan ruining of Christmas um, that the the sometime the next year, they signed a decree uh, where they promised essentially to work to get Charles II back onto the throne um, oh, wow. and to overthrow the Puritanical Cromwell government. Uh, Cromwell died in the early 1650s, and then his son, who was not very well equipped to lead, took over. It didn't last very long, and uh, Charles II was um, was put back onto the throne. But but you know it is it is real to say that like the loss of christmas and the loss of like partying and revelry and having a good time including like the church part of it which was a part of it just wasn't like the central part of it right sure the central part of it was the community part of it um that 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 brought the english monarchy back and and it is not an overstatement to say that that was a huge driving factor among people in england that like they wanted christmas so like Christmas has been canceled. People have tried to cancel Christmas. It doesn't go well. Like people like work. you know, yeah. People even like secular people really enjoy Christmas. Like sorry, and maybe that's not the, you know something that Christians uh, want to hear. Uh, but even in America, like Christmas was not really a thing until the 1800s, and and once sort of Anglican and Catholic uh, immigrants started coming in in much higher numbers um, throughout the country, a lot of. Protestant churches that basically didn't celebrate Christmas or had a very, very sort of stripped down kind of Christmas celebration started changing their tune because they were literally losing parishioners. Like people were like, oh, this Christmas is way better at this, like, this much this." point. I want to go to this other
1: church. one. Yeah, yeah, it, right. Yeah, it
0: became like a marketplace of ideas issue. Yeah. And so the, the fact that modern Protestants celebrate Christmas at all, like most of the ones who are all gung-ho about Merry Christmas and War on Christmas and et cetera, et cetera, like, are probably from a denomination that 150, 200 years ago, like, would not really be celebrating Christmas and would still think of it as this sort of, like, debaucherous, pagan, popish thing uh, that needed to be rooted from the church. So the way that we sort of reshape our historical imagination so quickly um is 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 pretty telling here. And again, it, it, it's all feeding off of I think the sort of nostalgia that Christmas generates. Yep. That is like helping to push this kind of yeah. um this kind yeah. of fake forever war, so to speak. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah.
1: It's not even my favorite. <laughs>
0: I know it's not, and well, that's the other thing. Is like okay, so the other the other thing about it, right, is that again, as a as a British person, my feeling about Christmas is very different because English Christmas and American Christmas are like pretty fundamentally different things. I mean, there's there's some there's some crossover. Mm -hmm. But in England, Christmas is like a very cultural holiday. It is not religious, right? Right. It's like kind of religious. Some people go to church. The bells play. There's like churchy things to it. There's like, you know, there's good churchy music. There's the occasional. But like the way people celebrate Christmas is very much revelry. It's very much family.
1: And it's
0: very much like out there and in the culture and everything else. And like people will say Merry Christmas because no one gives a shit about like, no, like it's not that, that Christian a holiday, you know? So it sort of loses some of that, um, that connotation. And the other thing that Christmas always was, and we're going to talk about this in our next episode some, is that it was spooky season, right? Like this is the original spooky season. Like, England didn't have Halloween. We had Guy Fawkes night and, and there was no like spooky holiday. And so Christmas became like the spooky holiday because it's a pretty spooky time. It's like the, the darkest it. time of the year. Like, yep. um, and that, you know, in, in the song, the most wonderful time of the year, there's that line where Andy Williams sings, there'll be scary ghost stories and tales of the glories of Christmases long long ago. Right. And it's like we, and Christmas carol, like we still have elements of that, of that, of that spookiness. So like, I think you got to re embrace the. I think you got to put the spooky back in Chris. Get that bumper sticker, Kelly. Put the Yeah,
1: no, put the spooky spooky back 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 in Christmas. Yeah. 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 <laughs> my my skeletons are dressed for Christmas. Like, you know, yeah. they have their their reindeer headbands on and I have a Santa beard coming in for my giant skeleton and his little in his specially made Santa hat. So like mm-hmm. they're they're spooky for the Christmas season. I mean, yep. you know, we're ready for it. Like yep.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's a lot of like spookiness and sadness. Um I one of my favorite uh, Christmas specials growing up was the Snowman. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen that, but it's this like maybe half hour animated short British film um, about a kid who like it's all it's all like there's no dialogue. It's all told with like music and an animation. Um, it's about this kid who like makes a snowman, and then like they have these magical adventures at night, and then he melts and dies. <laughs> and,
1: and, like, <laughs> yeah, no, that's my kind of thing that, like, I mean, this is the problem, right? It's, so I was like, you know, we're talking, everybody's like, what's your favorite Christmas carol? And everybody's like, joy to the world, whatever. And I'm like, yeah. in the bleak midwinter. In the bleak and midwinter, like, hell yeah, yeah, yeah. we yeah, yeah, are like, absolutely. what? And I'm like, it's the best.
0: It's the best. <laughs> it's just yeah.
1: like, what's wrong with you? And I'm like, yeah. I'm just telling you. Yeah. That if we're gonna go Christmas carols, that's the one I choose. So.
0: <laughs> <laughs> or like We Three Kings with like the the, the stone cold tomb line. That's like that's like, right. That exactly. that 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 kind of rules. But I like the first time I watched it. Because my wife, like, she's from a very, you know, sort of New England Catholic family for whom, like, Christmas is very, you know, sort of jovial and, like, Andy williams and Bing Crosby. And, like, that's not that's not my Christmas. Yeah. And so I showed her that movie. And she was just, like, this was, like, when we first met. This was, like, 15 years ago. She's, like, what is wrong with you? It's, <laughs> like, what is wrong with British people? Why are you watching this sad movie at Christmas? And I was, like... Because it's beautiful. Like I don't know. It's be-
1: yeah. You're like yeah. this is what happens to the snowman, right? Yeah. Like Yeah. Yeah, no, I um uh my my partner today was just like, Did you see the Christmas decorations of everyone around us and how jolly they are? And yeah. he's like, and then we have the skeletons and I was like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. I
1: was like, Yeah. I was like, but they have reindeer antlers. So like what do what do you want from me, really? <laughs>
0: you should you should give them like giant like AR fifteens and uh, <laughs> no. say like put, like war on Christmas. <laughs> no written across them no
1: one of them has a that lovely, would confuse the hell out of floridians lovely, like they would could you imagine they yeah. would not know what to do i like one the
0: ar-15s they, i don't like they, the message you'd be yeah. like i don't understand what's
1: happening here yeah no one of them has a lovely like lighted tree running down his front right where he's holding oh, nice. the tree so it's oh sort of yeah. Cute. yeah beautiful so, but they're very cute, traditional but spooky yeah, yeah. skeletons yeah. but yeah no no AR 15s we're not gonna do that
0: um anyway long story short uh there is no war on christmas there has been and christmas has won every single time uh christmas, christmas wins wins in a route every time there's an actual war on christmas uh people i think it's fair to say and i'm sure there's data to back this up but more people uh, celebrate christmas more religiously now than they ever have at any time in the past um i'm i'm quite sure about that and like yeah numbers of people who are identifying as christian are 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 slipping but i don't think christmas has anything to do with that i
1: don't think so yeah yeah i, I just don't think it has anything to do with uh, christmas one way or another really
0: and people were celebrating saturnalia and yule before christmas even came along and it's basically the same thing so like you know it's 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 going <laughs> to it's it's gonna last forever um, there's never been a time in American history where people like doffed Victorian hats to each other and were like Merry Christmas sir. like they didn't exist so yep. it's not something that you need to feel bad about uh, not coming back yeah, um, yeah. and uh... And I, 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 when I say happy holidays, it's because I hope you have a merry Christmas and a happy New Year. So there's two. Yeah. And uh, I
1: was like, yeah. And it's like when I say happy holidays, I mean happy holidays, all yeah, of them, all of
0: them, them. Like, yeah, all
1: of them, really, all of
0: them. There's a bunch. All, yeah, just just a big holiday. Like as we know, as parents, it's just a nonstop month of like nonstop, <laughs> nonstop. holiday, holidayness. So, yes. um, anyway. This was fun. Um, yeah. Go play this for your your terrible uncle. Uh, but not my right. mother-in-law. Yeah. I have to not talk to her
1: about the John Birch sticker at some yes. point. Uh,
0: if you have a Put the Christ Back in <laughs> Christmas bumper sticker, congratulations. You are an unofficial <laughs> member of the John Birch Society. Well done. Uh, anyway, uh, we'll be back in a couple weeks. Um, and until then... Happy holidays, everyone. Happy holidays,
1: everyone.